Uh, Connor, have you got your charcuterie board all set up and ready to go? Nearly, nearly. That's like fucking. How many salamis? You like fucking. I need sixty another, pieces. I need another pipe on top of this, and then uh, wrap wrap them around the pipe. Hello there, and you're very welcome to episode 41 of Higher Fidelity. I have swapped the stunning exoticism of Austin, Texas for the humdrum banality of Dublin, Ireland. And speaking of humdrum banality, oh, I am surrounded at the moment by the salt and pepper of the earth at the moment. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a room now with, with three chaps who I can safely and honestly describe as sitting across from me right now. <laughs> we have Eddie Kenrick. What's up? We've got Connor Lumsden. You doing, folks? And we've got Sean Goucher. Hi, how's it going? So at the moment, so I'm sat down, Eddie sat down, I'm sat down with a mic in my hand, Eddie sat down with a mic in his hand, Connor sat down with a mic in his hand, and Sean Goucher is stood up with a mic in a mic stand. No, I the level of pressure is more work at the moment. Perched. I think that's unfair. Yeah. I'm he's perched. perched. I'm perched upon an AC30. Yeah. He's leaning. Yeah. He's leaning. I love rock and roll music so much. He's a boxman. This is obviously the extended cast of the number ones. Obviously, you guys are the number ones, and also I am now as well, which is very fun. We have had the pleasure of enjoying each other's company uh, for the last while and also enjoying each other's misery as well for the last like, year or two as well, which has been very, very fun. I would say. Uh, so, Connor, everyone who knows, everyone who listened to the episodes, was it like six or seven episodes ago with Connor and Ross of O'Boland fame and Connor of Connor Lumsden fame, we had an episode here downstairs in the Lombard Studios uh, setup, which also that night, again, I was talking about that uh, uh, a few episodes ago, where the Sushi King, was it, uh, it's called Ninja Sushi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to let us out of the place. We had to ring them and say, "Hello, we got locked in. Can you let us out, please?" It's good to have friends. Good to have yeah. friends. It's good to patronise your your local businesses, local restaurants, local bars. Is that what it's called? Pa- patronise if you are a yeah. patron of a place. Yeah, don't patronise me. You patronise a business. Is that actually? No, I'm not, is that actually a thing? It's just the double meaning of that. Yeah, I couldn't confirm or deny that. <laughs> yeah. So again, myself and Connor have been an episode before. Myself and Connor have talked about our path through life together already. I would love to dive a tiny bit into before we get into the segments, which again we've obviously yes, all prepared indeed. extensively. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's go through. Okay, so Sean and Eddie were also part of the band uh, The Pacifics with Connor, mm-hmm. which myself and Evan years back in 2010, 2011, when we were starting to be little bluesy boys, were like, "Wow, there's this band in Dublin who've released an album of covers, and they wear V-neck tank tops and white shirts and ties, and they're releasing Bowdiddly covers on an album." Blew our fucking minds. So it was because of us, like. I wasn't even yep. in the band at the time, but it was because of Pacific that Stripes started. Like. No, no, we already started and realised there's another band doing the I'm same shit. I'm not shite. sure that you had. We were locking around, man. This was pre. I'm this not was sure this, that you had. This is before Calvin had Wi Fi. What so do you reckon, Sean? You reckon they were still going? Do you reckon the Stripes were going? Well, what year were you born again? 1996. What the. Pacific's ni- uh, 2009? Nah, you probably were fucking on, yeah. See, the first yeah, Stripes. Yeah, because yeah, you were like fucking 10 or something. The first yeah. Stripes gig was the Christmas concert in 2008 in Farnham School. So. Ah, all right, all right. Yeah, so. um, I am actually interested because I didn't. Uh, I wasn't in the Pacifics from the start, but Sean and we Nick. Not an OG no, Pacific, Sean no. and Nick started it. But how did you get started? Um, Nick and I both had uh, little three-piece rock and roll bands. We decided that we would start a four-piece rock and roll band. So you know, three and three is six, but we wanted kind of four, so we kind of had to split it up a little bit. 
and um, yeah, we made. Also, a sorry for any audience at home. That crackling sound in the background is the sound of crisps being eaten. Do my best. We put together a little rock and roll combo, and it was great fun. Uh, me and Nick, and we had some some folk from Little Green Cars, uh, who are Nick's brothers and his friends playing, and then eventually we had people who didn't want to go anywhere. Who who should be playing in the band, and that was Eddie. Then eventually, oh nice. So you, hey, weren't, you weren't in original Pacific at all, no. No, no. I mean, to me, it's like Pacific has been going for years before I started playing. So how did you guys come to know each other as like people? How did you just come into each other's like circles of knowing who these um, kids are? I've known I've known Connor longer, and that would have been through um, kind of yeah, the Dillinger for a message board. I'm not I'm not sure about that, but we met when Connor was 14, and I was 15, I think maybe 16. But I remember Connor told me he was 16, but he was definitely 14. Um, at a gig in Greystones. Hey, back to age, both of our bands. Age. What is it, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So earlier on today, so I came from work earlier mm. on. I came to find you guys, as I often do in Mulligans. <laughs> but um, in that moment, when we're talking about Connor being 14 as well, uh, you dropped a bit of uh, secondary school lore on us. That I'd like you to tell us about. I now. was I was shocked as well to very to only learn about what, this today. Are we talking talking about my your, my, sec- your secondary school antics? Criminate yourself, bro. Okay, so uh, I am uh, like a legend o- outside of outside of music. I am a professional working uh, artist and graphic designer. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. So grand. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You didn't actually ask. Reflecting on my my uh, how I got to be here. Um, so I, I thought like, you know, art class, that is going to be the easiest A I'll ever get in my whole life. <laughs> and I, I had recently gotten into screen printing and I was doing it with uh, like the the modern method of uh, photographic emulsion. You get like an acetate, you print out your thing, you do all the stuff and then... <laughs> I'm getting bullied here, everybody. <laughs> As he was in school, surely. But uh, at the time, uh, the Department of Education would only recognize certain types of printmaking uh, in the craft. That's bullshit. It's as a well. cruel world. It's bullshit. Like, they're at that. There's bullshit. Yeah, they're it, at it, that ship. And, and that shit needs to stop. That's, that's, All right. That's that stops now. <laughs> that's that's why I came on this podcast. <laughs> that stops <laughs> today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so I had to use like this uh, really weird old clay method. Uh, it was like you, you wiped clay on the screen and you, you drew things out of like uh, masking fluid, and uh, so it was like a six-hour exam, and uh-huh. I did it. Did all my bits, like waited for the whole thing to set. I went off to wash it off, and then everything came off the screen. Like your design and everything. Like yeah, that. everything. The whole thing. I mean, oh, yeah, this is terrible. So, what was the design, yeah, bro? Bro, seriously, it was like the worst fucking thing <laughs> that you could possibly fucking imagine. <laughs> right, bro. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm trying to go to fucking graphic fucking design college right bro Pete shut the fuck up for a second yeah bro Uh, I'm trying to go to graphic design college and I'm here doing my exam and this shit doesn't work you rinsed it all off but what was what did you you rinse off what was it it's gonna happen it's gonna gonna run so I I brought it to the gym (laughs) yes indeed which I never went to myself having never done PE Plug your mic back in there. So, so the one lead that I didn't bring doesn't work. It speaks volumes. Should we swap it out? But the mic isn't speaking volumes. I feel like this is a fucking. There you go. You're you're live again. You're all good. All right. So, 
I come back from the shower. Totally gone. Is this working? That's working. But also, that's not feasibly... Yeah, I can hold it like this. Ah, you don't want to be at that shit. No, you look, you look weird, man. It's gonna You're be freaking us all out, man. We're, we're, let's Vlog, let's presume yeah. we're cutting this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so how far do I have to go back? Oh, it was like the last. It was the last sentence was done. So like we yeah. we know that it, the colors have ran. Connor, what was the, I actually don't know what was the what was the screen print? What was the print? Of? So the the brief was to do a thing that was like the fruit market. Oh, so yeah. I had this this thing of like different types of fruits, like hand drawn on this on this screen that my my friend's mom had given me, but the screen was probably made in like 1964. Yeah. It was not like ready it wasn't, wasn't you know as, as you get into like printmaking and stuff you know that you have to degrease the screen because like uh all of this photographic emulsion uh, is repelled by the horrible excretions of the human body and the air and dust so yeah. you have to keep these things clean so i went in with this horrible fucking picture frame made out of hair <laughs> uh, trying to do this elaborate ancient process to to fucking appease the departments of education's uh Scum. requirements on an artist no. yeah it's it's not like ncid here folks you can't <laughs> yeah. do whatever you fucking want no i went in this thing wasn't going well and at the time uh the only two people that doing the craft uh project for art was me and my friend shane and shane and me were in a band at the time and I came back, and he could read my face. He knew that this didn't work. <laughs> and he was there with his little model bank, okay. which says a lot about what we were trying to do. I'm here trying to promote fruit markets. He's fucking making banks. Promoting big money. Yeah. And he's there whistling to himself. Going, so this is him. He's seeing you come back with your thing all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Him uh, knowing uh, you fucked up as well. I came back into the room. Completely dejected, downtrodden, mm. and uh, yeah, just completely depressed. I was going, there goes my whole future career. It, like everything that I've wanted to do, I'm not going to be able to do it if I don't get like a certain grade in this subject. And so Shane's there whistling, going, like actually whistling. Yep, genuinely yeah, sure whistling. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck you, shut the fuck up. And he was like, what? I'm, I'm doing nothing and uh, then I just lost it and I started smashing the screen <laughs> smashing the room uh, pulling the blinds off the windows and the invigilator the invigilator who was there to you know witness that we weren't cheating or whatever was like yeah, yeah. this boy is clearly very upset but he knows that his life is not it's not over and he could he could do Anything that he wants to do oh once he sets goodness. his mind to it, and I was like, shut the fuck up! It's <laughs> like smashing pieces of wood into the ground. And uh, then I just like lay on the floor yeah. waiting for the like the bell to ring or whatever. He was he, the guy who came up to me, he's, he was like, I am very sorry. I am very sorry it went this way for you. I I understand how how this must feel. Classic invigilator actions. <laughs> so, so as soon as uh, he left the room, I went upstairs to the art room. Uh, like the art teacher was still up there doing something. I yep. stole his keys and uh, left. He didn't have keys to the entrance to the building, but uh, he had keys to the art room. Mm. I left. Um, they were doing like GAA fucking 
hurling or whatever the fuck. Nice. The one with the sticks. <laughs> went in, <laughs> went in through the window in their the locker room. Sorry, what time was this at? Like it's at like, night. Like, like no, it, this would have been like 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 evening. Like when do yeah, people yeah. play the sports? When I don't know. The evening. Well, I don't know what time like, of year it was. But either way, like, like after seven, school, yeah, six or seven. Um, and I crawled through the window, went up, had the keys in my hand, opened up the door, took my shit out of the the folder that I put yeah, it yeah. into, the the broken, horrible screen, um, yeah. and sketches, and uh, replaced it with a, a ready-made that I had made at home. That is fucking bad. And what grade did you get? I got a C grade. <laughs> I got a C grade. I've, I've won... Awards. <laughs> You're in Cream Magazine. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Well, the digital version, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm in print, bro. I'm in two issues, bro. Where? Are yeah. They? Where are they, bro? Not currently distributed in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of issues, we have a fellow editor of a magazine here with us tonight, Andy Kenrick with City Rocker. Oh, shit. Did you even know? So you're four issues in now at the moment. So Eddie mm. Kenrick uh, writes a, ma- a fanzine that I'm a big, big fan of, City Rocker, with the hardest crossword in the world. It is. This crossword is made of bloody fucking concrete. But the launch has been great crack. The magazine's great. And I'm, I'm going to be in the next issue, which is very fun for me. Yes, you are. was asked a week ago, after having... So you, you told me you ran through like six other people. Yeah, I was trying to find... Well, the, the bit that you were interviewed for, the point of it was to find people with really weird jobs. Yep. Or just any any interest in job to be like, you know, what's the day-to-day of it? Like, because I was trying to interview, I think initially it was just like, what would a fucking baker's day be like? You know, they get up at six in the morning or whatever. And then with each one, I've gotten to the day before, you know, the week before I need to send it off. And I've just been like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I've just interviewed a friend. I think the first one was Tim, our friend from America, um, who's a photographer. But that's like not particularly interesting. So I just interviewed him about being American. The next one was Emmett, who I'm in bands with, and it was just about being a punk, yeah. which is good job. And then you as a, a cavernman. Well, yeah, you asked me as a cavernman and also a shopkeeper. A shop assistant. A shop assistant. A retail assistant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because well, but when you sent me this, you're like, you're like, I wanted you to know what the billing was. You're like, I'd already interviewed, I'd already asked <laughs> to speak to an oh, Elvis yeah, impersonator, yeah, yeah. two Rod Stewart's, like two, a sorry, two, two Elvises. No, fuck it, it was two Rod Stewart's, yeah. And no, two Elvises, two Rod Stewart's, um, and a kind of a woman who goes around pubs uh, reading people's uh, palms and stuff. That's what it was. Yeah. So I was like, but she, so I she like, posted the other. So I followed. Her, I was mailing her. I, po- I followed her on the internet, and then I went and I had a mail composed to her, and I just didn't send it because I was like, ah, I don't. I, I just felt I felt like I was going to be taking the piss out of her or something. But I saw she posted on her Facebook, being like, "Folks, I won't be around for the next while. I seem to have lost it. I don't know what's going on at the moment, oh, but I'm whoa. not getting. I'm not. But you know, being like, I'm not receiving any bookings. No, no, it was like it was I'm a not, karmic thing. Yeah, it was like I'm not receiving them the the thing like the message. The bookings. It's in like the the stuff for <laughs> the bookings. I mean, but, but it was like, yeah, I'm not get the 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 fucking divine thing is just not happening oh my god that's I tough think it's, I think it's a long game thing though, but also like, I liked I liked being fifth on the bill of an Elvis impersonator two Rod Stewart a Palm Reader and then Cavan Shop you were well well down well down yeah no it's, it's nice to know where you stand to be fair but also uh, you're, uh, as far as introductions go you also work in Bang Bang I do indeed in Fisborough which is a place I frequent frequently yes indeed uh, and I've been there all the time which is great patronises a lot I will say the three times that I've been in Bang Bang Pete's been there twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and that on, on 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 accident as well. Full on on accident. But it's I love going in, having the chats, seeing you like slaving over a frying pan full of eggs, <laughs> or like some smoked tofu nonsense and yeah, like grand yeah, yeah. fine, whatever it is. 
Uh, Sean, I haven't forgotten your work at all, but I'm told you do work. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Do you work for the revenue? Or? <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, so on uh, getting a C in art, I obviously don't have a leave insert. Oh, you fucking don't, don't you? Not? Don't at all, man. Are we head? Yeah. So, uh, but in my, I did. I sat a junior source. No, Ira Glass. <laughs> I sat a junior source, and I um, was academic enough to be like grand, but also thought I would nail art because Dad was a very was a was like an art. He's like mid stained glass for years. Also, was like an, a, a, did th- he? at this point in time cool. was a drama teacher in Cavan Institute, the College of Knowledge. Yes, indeed, Totsy. Totsy, that's yeah. his fucking name, bro. Fair play to him. Totsy Hanlon. Shout out to fucking. And do you? Totsy's wee man, aren't you? Totsy's young fella. <laughs> uh, but when I was doing art, I was like, I'm gonna fucking walk this. No bother at all to me. And then on the day of the test, uh, on the day like the actual like physical like drawing test, it was like draw a toy, and I just knew that I could draw a harmonica because I can play that. And I was like, oh, grand, mm. I'll just draw this. That's like a harmonica counts as a toy. Yeah. And I got yeah. told them by my art teacher that they that counted that as an instrument, not a toy. What? So they marked you down. It's a very good drawing, but they marked you down. No way. Now you got a so I got a fucking C in junior art for the fucking art thing because of a technicality. Had Jesus you done? Christ. Had you done much uh, international rock and roll? I was pretty much stuck in the English Irish circuit at this point okay. when, I, when, I, when I was fourteen. Oh. But yeah, how bad? Same in woodwork as well. That year as well, I failed my woodwork exam because uh, the whole year you're kind of spent making your project, your final mm. year project, whether it's going to be for for junior cert. And the woodwork teacher, uh, Maliki Matthews, Mister Matthews, fucking hell yeah! Would he would walk around everyone's table and be like, "Okay, I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to help you with this bit. Like you should do this, but you should like." cut it this way or like whatever the fuck it was and he would get to me and go I taught your dad he was fucking brilliant at no fucking way, you'll, be, you'll be alright you'll be grand <laughs> I'll leave you to it you're going to be fucking fine <laughs> and so I spent fucking six months out of the year of fucking 2010 being like I haven't fucking clue what I'm at here I'm, I was trying to make a, I was trying to make a fucking frame like a mirror frame yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like, pretty easy to fucking make <laughs> managed to absolutely well, you say that managed to absolutely fuck it right get to the end of the year and uh, the whole time you come by through the classes, Mr. Matthews would be like, uh, yeah, no, look, Peter, I don't have any worries about you. No, your dad, he's great. You're going to be grand. You've got the same blood in your veins. You'll be <laughs> fucking fine, right? Get to the end of the year. I submit this absolutely God-fucking-awful mirror frame <laughs> to Mr. Matthews. And he looks at me and goes, just Peter, that got away from you, didn't it? Oh. And I was like, yeah, thank you, Mr. Matthews. Grand, fine. Fuck that. And then I went home and I was telling it to dad, I was like, Mr. Matthews just didn't. Totsy put you through the fucking window. Like. Was like, yeah, Totsy was kind of like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Why did you fuck Woodrock? Like, why did you send that into the fucking floor? Like, oh. and I was like, dad, Mr. Matthews just kept saying that, like, he had you as a t- as a fucking student. Maliki ba- Matthews. Maliki Matthews, yeah, of course. You know Maliki, like, man. Yeah. He was like, he, wow. da- I, was, I was saying to dad, I was like, Maliki kept telling me that, like, he had you as a student back in the fucking 70s and 80s, whatever the fuck it was. And uh, he thought you were class, and so I'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the dad yeah. was like, I didn't do woodwork uh, in, <laughs> the tech, in the 70s. He just knew of me and thought that hey, I, would, I would be good at fucking that's woodwork. Fucking brilliant. So yeah, that's another reason why I fucking fucked my junior sword as well. But I got six A's outside of that though. Oh yeah? Man. List them. CSPE. Six <laughs> harmonicas. I, I did bad in CSPE because it was too, uh, it was, I got like a fucking C or a D or something. See, I missed, our, so our, our day trip um, in CSPE for our junior sword to get the A was mm. to go to the doll. I was doing a show at Keith Allen's house in Stroud. Same, actually. Yeah. We've all been there. But I, the teacher was kind of like, look, I get it, you're heading off. Who's Keith I, Allen? Lily's Keith, dad. Lily Allen's dad. Yes, she was like, look, I'm going to say you went just so you make sure you get your A. And then I got an A in SPHE as well. SPHE. Great week oh, class. Yeah, what's that? I never did that. Social physical that? health education, I think is what it's called. Yeah, you'd walk that. Like, yeah, man, you'd fucking walk it in your sleep. And then... Like uh, CSPE? I mean... Yeah, CSPE, that's what we're talking about. 
All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to listening back to this podcast <laughs> where we talk about CSB for five minutes and go, bro, did you do CSB? <laughs> <laughs> Also got an A in English and maths and geography and biology as well. Okay, well, well done. Uh, next question. <laughs> yeah, question. So us, anyway. us as the number ones have enjoyed a few shows together at mm, this point. Very few, but... Uh, like, it's like four or five now? Has it, how, many, how, how many has it been? Because we've done, we've done like one. Stat, I thought it was no, two. We did three. Stat, two. We I flew from three. London straight. I don't mean to speak over everyone, but I'm going to. Um, Bit of time. Schligok. Yeah. Oh, Sligo. That was great. Uh, Static Shock. Uh, uh, Static Shock. Bohemian Bohemians. football casuals. Yeah, Bose yeah, yeah, yeah. Location. Yeah. Bose was good. Okay, so three gigs. Fair play to us. So, like, so Sligo was great crack. Got to see me, etc. Very fun. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but Static Shock Render was a great weekend. I remember, I remember very clearly you were telling me oh, we're headlining a festival in London. And I was like, okay, great. Yes, yeah, it's a big deal, bro. This, this, this is the measure of the lads that I'm sitting at the moment. Not your usual so, headliner, Pete. Like, not from so, your past. Yeah, so <laughs> I think this might be the point, Con. The lads text me and they're kind of like, right, we're doing a headliner in London at this like punk festival. And I was like, oh, class. Will I bring a guitar? And you were like, <laughs> no, we'll get them there. And I was like, oh, so do you have like a backline over there? And you were like, no, we'll just ask for some guitars. And I was like, really? You also, you play bass. I remember that. <laughs> okay, so also, a ba- Connor, a bass is a guitar as well, sorry. But I remember like, you, you sent a text, I remember very really, you sent in a text being like, fuck carrying a guitar for three days. Yeah, I mean, if you get the fucking ferry, I mean, I've done it on my own. Because I don't have a fear of flying necessarily, but I don't actually love it. So um, <laughs> I have been um, on ferries on my own. But like heading over to times. London to do like headline a fucking punk festival, being like, we have no guitars, and have to ask heads it's when we soft, get there on the day. Yeah, it's a soft headline when it's on a Sunday Sunday night though as well. That's yeah, but the fuck a lot of soft heads in there. <laughs> <laughs> soft braids. You don't mind if I break for a wee wee, do you? I would love to break for a wee wee. Yes, indeed. Okay, guys, we're back. So now that we've come back from our little wee. Uh, Seeing as we mentioned Bang Bang, I feel like we should shout out the whole crew at Bang Bang: Kiwi, Anya, Clarabel, Grace, and Devon. Devon's the new the new girl, but I haven't actually worked a shift with her yet. But apparently, she's doing very well. Well, that's good to hear. There's a there's a fucking there's a cup after going missing, and they're my cup. The I'm crabby till I get my coffee. I hate, uh, I hate when something in the workplace goes missing. When you're like, that was very clearly mine. There's a, there's and a, how would it go missing? Because the customer obviously didn't fucking take it. Have you anything you want to say about that, Eddie? I'm I'm he's I'm, crabby. I'm fucking genuinely fuming, like so. Yeah, does that? No, I know, but is I mean, they probably just fucking it? broken. I mean, it's a fucking it, cup. It, it fell. Pretty yeah, sure it yeah. fell. But if it fell, you fucking tell me it fell. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, time to go into the first segment. Are you ready for this? Uh, yes, indeed. Right. So, first segment tonight is Sonic Seconds. You're very welcome to Sonic Seconds. This is where we pick two or three seconds from a track that we just think just makes the track for us. Sean, do you want to go first? Um, I could, but I don't have a uh, ready. Is that what you're really asking me? No, well, like whoever wants to go first can. I just I was kind of like I was going I was going clockwise across the room. Well, I guess you go to Connor because he looks ready. I was staying out of this segment because I have already done this. So surely there's another song you like that has a bit that you like. Okay, folks, so I really like in, uh, The Sweetest Thing by U2, <laughs> where, uh, where Bono's voice goes up. I'll try for Yeah, yeah that bit then. Maybe he's gone blue. The Bono book is great for anyone that hasn't listened yet. Oh, what's it called? Surrender. Those couple seconds where Bono's voice goes up in uh, The Sweetest Thing would be for me. I'm you're, just you're, for- you're still messing. 
No, absolutely a thousand percent. I mean, see, I thought I thought the question initially. I thought it was like a song that's shit, but is saved by. No, no, no. It's a song that's it's good. It's a song that has, but has, it has a moment that is like well, this. this, this so is the, how this segment came about was because we heard you know the toms in the start of the second verse of God Save the Queen. That yeah, so we're like yeah, that sounds yeah. fucking class. So like, oh, what 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 are all the bits and songs that make that sound brilliant? That's where um, it came from. Ain't that a shame? Where the the drum fill halfway through just is. Very uh, outrageous. Is that what your song second is? I'm, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the. I've got my song a second ready to rock. Right, one second. Peter, am I allowed to play my one? Just give me one second. Uh, Eddie, if you don't mind, one of the news. He's a fucking Philomena Begley. So you know your, you know your, your moment, do you? Yeah, I think this might whack be away. away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! It's actually, I thought it was the hype, but it's a bit where it goes. <laughs> All right, good ass tune too. I know, great track. So my uncle Ned directed the video for that song. I Ooh. heard that this week in work. Yep, on the you heard that? Oh, def. Yeah, so doing one of him on the bus and all the shit they have behind them. My uncle Ned directed that. I forgot that you did a a Nixer for a, on a U two set, didn't you? Yeah, well, well it went well, didn't it? So you have to get you have to get paid to be on a Nixer. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, have you got yours? No, tight fucker. Yeah. <laughs> this drum fill arrive at now. <laughs> that's that's fucking. That's not allowed. That little drum fill in Oasis song. I expected more. That's I, fucking yeah, incredible. Well, that's it. Were you, were you there when Taylor did it in London? No, uh, I'm aware of it. Yeah, yeah. our friend Taylor, uh, Romeo Stewart, does um, a live. When he when he d- when doing his live set, one of his bits is having that song play in its entirety, and then he's just sitting behind a drum kit and he doesn't do anything until that bit, and he just does the fill perfectly <laughs> in time. It's fucking pretty, yeah, pretty impressive. He's right on. I mean, it's just uh, it's just good, good isn't bit. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just good crack. The parody has also failed the test of like you have to say my Sonic second for this episode is this. He's just playing shite. Oh, I'm sorry. My I'm Sonic sorry that seconds we, is we my Sonic YouTube. seconds for this episode is okay. So the man who's sitting it out. My second song, my second. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that acoustic does sound fucking yeah. incredible, to be fair to us. I think that you need to hear this again. No, I think we're good. Fuck! Oh, the fuck, yeah. The, <laughs> the fuck, fuck is great. The fuck is great for a play to They said that they were selling out for doing an acoustic number Pete, what was your did you did you ever do a sonic seconds I'm going to get to mine now oh fuck do you do fuck one every every have you never episode? listened Eddie oh, I'm just I'm just testing them out yeah, I have to come up with my own version of these kind of feels like time. the whole thing is just a vehicle for well, it kind of feels yours, like you've never listened yeah. to it Eddie. yeah of course okay so my sonic seconds this episode comes from Kirsten McCall there's a guy who works down the chip shop swears he's Elvis uh-huh. and there's a chorus there's a chord in the chorus at like the I think it's like the second last line of the chorus. It's like a, I don't know if it's like a minor or something, whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's, it's a minor. Chord, absolutely yeah. ruddy lovely when you hear it. It's that little pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> There's, I'm told on good authority that Billy Bremner from Rockpile plays guitar on that track as well. There you go. Wow. You've heard I'm, of Rockpile. I'm trying, already, I'm trying to just not say wish to everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Happy birthday, Dave Edmonds. It's his birthday today. It's his birthday. How long has he been dead? Like magic. <laughs> is he not actually dead? Who's the yeah. fuck is Phil? Dave Timmerson? Evans is still alive. It's next Tuesday, so guys. It's okay. 
Who the fuck is that? Anyway, sorry, carry on. Plenty ahead of He's up in the magic castle performing card tricks right now. So is he actually did, no, or is he dead? Not messing. He's not dead. Dave Evans. So when we were recording, good at singing. When we were playing, when we were recording our third album in Rockfield, um, we heard that Dave Evans used to go to a pub. I thought we've only done one album. Yeah, we only did one album. Don't what you're talking about. Hey guys, give it a sorry. Rest. When we when I when I say we, I mean the royal we, as in the stripes we. Royal being the the. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, so uh-huh. when, when the Stripes were doing our third album, we were recording in Rockfield in Wales in Monmouth, and we heard that Dave Edmonds had a local near there. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember what the name of the pub was. The Prince and Bishop, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, so one time we were going for dinner, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go in here for a wee into this pub that I heard was for Dave Edmonds used to frequent. And I saw this uh, figure hunched over the bar, and I was like, it's 100% Dave Evans, <laughs> very fucking clearly. So I went over and I was like, I'd heard from the people at Rockfield that like, apparently he's a bit of a grouch and didn't like people like recognise him and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, right, I would gladly take a bollocking from Dave yeah, Evans yeah, just yeah, to yeah, say yeah, that yeah. I said hello. So I went over and I was like, oh, Dave, sorry, I'm just, I just want to say I just think you're amazing. I just love everything you've ever done. I think you're the best man in the world. And also we have a mutual friend in Chris Difford sure. who came in clutch with the kind of fact that he's in squeeze and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. So it was a kind of grand fight, whatever. And he's like, oh, no, well, that's, well, that's very nice to meet you. What's the crack? And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're actually talking to me. That's terrifying. <laughs> and I was like, I'm actually recording up the up the road in Rockfield where you've done all your stuff. And he's like, I have recorded there. Fair play to you. And I was like, yep, yeah, I know you have. <laughs> uh, your album, Subtle as Flying Mallet, is a great fucking album, and you did it all there. Uh, and he's like, I'll call up one of the days. And I was like, I'm sure you will. Obviously, you're not going to. And did he? Three days later, the fucking side door of the fucking... Like, like studio room kind of thing opens and uh, in walks Dave Evans being like I'm just here to have, have a wee listen for a pint. Pint. <laughs> and then so our producer at the time Ethan Jones had a had a little um, he had a B-bent so his dad was at Glenn Jones man Carry on, but anyway, so Ethan uh, was like hi and he's like Dave was like I just want to listen to a take and we were like okay so we all sat on the couch with Dave Evans listened to a take of a track which I didn't but uh, I was like this is what Dave Evans hearing of us this is a fucking mess <laughs> but Ethan at the time had brought a B-Bender Telecaster with him to the studio Respect. and we were like Dave do you want to come in and like have a look at the guitars and we were, he was like yeah of course sure and he picked up this B-Bender Telecaster and I was like yeah you love them don't you and he was like oh, yeah they're great with yokes and did a little twinkle on the fucking guitar where the fuck it was I was like oh great and then the back live room there was a second live room in Rockfield that had a pool table in it so whenever I wasn't doing takes I was in at the pool table playing pool with our manager Niall and Evan and all that kind of stuff um, and he came in there and we were playing pool for a bit and then he was like right lads come here wait till you see this and then pulled out a deck of cards out of his back pocket and Dave Edmonds is? Dave Edmonds is genuinely part of the LA's secret circle of magicians he's a better <laughs> magician than he is a musician he was like not, <laughs> he, not, not messing he, he was like fucking about with a deck and then it would, cards that, that would, makes sense though. cards would come flying out of his fucking hole <laughs> I suddenly had a card in my back pocket and I'd be like that's why was the card that I pulled out 10 minutes ago he's genuinely a fucking amazing magician he smelled like booze or he smelled like <laughs> shit to be fair to him. he wasn't <laughs> he smelled like a man that pisses with his clothes on he needed a pint of a breeze to be fair to him oh, but also devil. he's a fucking great magician poor devil poor. I, may, I may god rest his soul make <laughs> anyway so that was <laughs> so that was Sonic Seconds yes indeed it was and a little bit of Pete's audiobook <laughs> Sonic Seconds next segment we've got coming up is Guilty Hatreds they're the bands that everyone thinks are great but I can't help but be filled
This is Guilty Hatreds, a segment that I find quite tough to do because I've done it too many times, but hopefully the chaps here tonight have got some shitty bands they feel bad about not liking for us tonight. I don't know. Oh I don't re- I mean, like... Well, what do what do you have, Sean? Because we we've kept them secret from each other, so we don't know. But mine, yeah, mine's we fucking we shy, haven't like. been speaking to each other just to. What avoid. happened? We've not really been getting on. To yeah, be honest. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've <laughs> had a lot of really, trouble. We haven't really been yeah. talking, but um, yeah. that's good to be back. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it, it is good. To we're be back. back anyway. Yeah. We got you in a room. That's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All I was saying, well, all I was gonna say was, I find it hard to identify those groups that I don't like. Uh, Paul, uh, the wife Paula has a good uh, message which is GG BB which is good guys bad band oh yeah we all know a lot of them fair yeah. so give, give us a that G- makes that makes it a lot harder Like, give us a GG BB uh, I, I don't know if I could um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's a good way of like grouping uh, bands that I don't want to talk about anymore. <laughs> but uh, Connor looks like he has a few on the tip of the tongue there. Sean, you told me in Mulligans you had all your answers ready. You were very like, I know. Are you at. withholding or just you're drop, just drop a big um, band who you don't give a fuck about? Be grand, and we move on. Sean likes all bands. What, Sean what's likes all that Scottish guy that is like seems like a complete legend, but makes like the worst music of all time? Uh, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Do you feel guilty watching him? No, I feel guilty, like when I, when I watch him talk. I feel like God, is this like, like, like I'm gonna get, like I feel like this guy should be our friend. Yeah, I'm like I I'm like I I know that I would get on with this guy. I know that I would love his music, but every time I've asked like my sister, like what is this horrific shit that's like yeah, yeah. piercing my ears right yeah. now? It's him. It's like I am going. <laughs> Every time like I that every, shit I was yeah, like yeah. what is this bullshit it's like it's Lewis Capaldi I was like hardly it's him like it's he like should, should I, I've, I've seen him in interviews and I was like no that but guy does his, not make that music thing, that shit like it's like, like oh, but, he, like, uh, but it's like how do you be that cool and make such shit music bro you ever listen to our band like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're the opposite way we're shit crack and good actually, tunes. No, no, we're not. No, we're, no, we're, we're, actually, we're pretty we're much both, bang on both out. ways. <laughs> yeah, we're both uncool and shit. so <laughs> insufferable <laughs> and make such shit music. So Khan has done his guilty hatreds. Eddie, what's yours? It's not really good. I just say I hate the dead Kennedys. And as a as a as yeah, a, yeah, fuck. As a as a certified <laughs> punk rocker, I really yeah yeah. Well yeah yeah. Khan so is doing Con's some Jello Biafra uh, live. Yeah yeah. yeah. I just, I, I mean, I, I just hate Jello Biafra. Well, like, I but, but it's not, that's not I thought I'm naturally it's not a this. guilty hatred. Yeah, there are. Uh, I, I think as a, as a teen, as a teen punk rocker, they were, they were the band that I was like, I don't fuck. I he's just, he's loved. so annoying. I thought you were such a dead Kennedy's head. I assumed you would have been. I, had, I mean, listen, I had the back patch, <laughs> but I didn't like them. <laughs> Fair enough. You didn't have right, to, so the last like, you didn't have to like a band to wear this back patch. So when we were on, when the episode that me and Conor and Ross were on together. I mentioned that my guilty hatred was the replacements, and then Connor yeah. memorably said, "Okay, so now you've pissed me off <laughs> because they're generally they're a band I should like, but I just don't." And I, I feel like that's but see, that's what I was thinking when I was trying to figure out this one. That's the one I was thinking of because that's a good one. Yeah, because I can understand they, they tick all my boxes. And I, I can understand like them, people not liking the replacements. Yeah, Dead Kennedys, Dead Kennedys, the same thing for me. It ticks all the boxes, but. Dog shit. Too, too, like, completely. Like, I don't want to get back into this again. But like the replacement, Dead Kennedy's like, Dead Kennedy's <laughs> is like sensationalist 
like annoying. <laughs> just shit bomb, but yeah, sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, it is, no, I no, understand the is where good. you're coming from, even it's though just I, I, I genuinely love that band. Do you love that guy? Yeah, of course. Oh, like, man, love all this and it's just like his voice just it's, wants me. That's rough. No, Again, Tim Westbrook's voice made me want yeah, to Tim like, Westerberg's it. voice doesn't exist because he's not even a singer it's Paul Westerberg <laughs> oh, Paul Westerberg <laughs> Tim no, Westerberg Paul Westerberg's <laughs> <laughs> <Paul Westerberg's> voice <laughs> is crap and not even good crap just no, bad no, crap no it's it's no, one it's, of the no. best things of <laughs> no it's not like, crap nah, sorry it, no, this, it is, is, this is gonna this is gonna uh, sorry. <laughs> next question <laughs> yeah sorry Sean have you got a guilty head for us I just I'm gonna stop this come what was he saying about Paul Westerberg's in a few years you're gonna be like I can't believe I said this all these years See, ago. I was told this about the Stranglers when I was 14. I was like, the Stranglers... Uh, the Stranglers is fucking. another good one. I was like, yeah. yeah. Our manager and I was kind of like, you're going to love them in a few years. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm not. And I got I older. And I was like, I don't. I'm They're not good. Not, you're not still not... You're not older in the sense of like... Uh, I'm 27, bro. Calm down. 27? That is yeah. like... No, 27? I got to give it to them. That is old as fuck. That's, a, that's old. 27. That's old enough. Do you remember, do you remember turning 27? I felt old as fuck. You're... Are you genuine? Are you? I turned twenty seven. Twenty seven. The year the Kirk Cobain got murdered. Like yeah, I've got, the, I've got a year to die young. Like right. Turn the mics oh. down. Let's get going. It's about the fucking rumble anyway, so, in here. Okay, so we'll, we'll that. I, I, here is me thinking that you were like twenty two. Forever twenty. This whole time. I met you when I was twenty four. So. Well, it's like when I met Carl when he was sixteen, but he's like he's like fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah. No, so we'll let, well, well, that was guilty headers. Well, are we letting Gout your way with uh, yeah, no, a on, diplomatic then. response, though? I. <laughs> it sounds like we might be. <laughs> what Ma- do you think of Paula's new work? <laughs> well, that's uh, interesting you mentioned that. Uh, Paula has a good concept, which is GGBB. Oh, you mentioned already, and you didn't <laughs> give us a GGBB. Which is uh, good, good guys, <laughs> bad, bad band. band. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> right, Pete, next question. Yeah, go on. Con, come on, spit it out. Drop a fucking <laughs> name. You said that 10 minutes ago? Yeah, drop a fucking name, you idiot. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, that, was, that was guilty hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he knows what he thinks. Right, so and he ne- knows what he thinks. I think what I know. Yeah, and we don't know what he fucking thinks. He won't fucking tell us. So the next segment is second best. Yes. This is the second best where we talk about the best second lines in a song because everyone talks about the first best line, the, the best first lines and tracks. Big, an opening line is a big moment. People won't wish about the first lines. Tracks have a great second line at the start of their track. Who's got one? Who wants to go first? Because I've got mine, and you're gonna you're gonna fucking love it because you introduced me to the song. Ooh, that makes me that's that, that is peak that interest. First. Yeah, I have a real one and a fake one. Well, a real one. Gives both. And a funny one. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. I love. The second line in Gentle on My Mind by Gene Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Gene Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Okay, I'm on Gene Campbell's sports book. All right, I might be Glenn Campbell. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's something about a sleeping bag. But, um, Behind the couch. Yeah, yeah, the sleeping So it's... Um, I think I'll Google it. You can Google lyrics for a song. 
Bro, you don't think I'm trying here? <laughs> Gene Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Respect. So the second line says You would go the second half of the that, Well obviously of course That makes me tend to leave My sleeping bag Rolled up and stashed Behind your oh, couch Because every time I hear it I just think of, I just I can picture Sleeping bag behind the couch sleeping, sleeping And there's not many uh, Lyrics and songs That actually make me Picture something And then the other one Would be the second line In Snooker Loopy By Chaz and Dave <laughs> Which so the is the first time Chaz and Dave Have come up the podcast In a long time Fair play Whoa, to lads. In a long time Or ever Long time they had come up before. Okay. You want to have a long, hard look at yourself and what kind of podcast you're running like. But that <laughs> and line introduces yeah. to whoever came up before it. Yeah. That line will be, "We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue." Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two very good fucking lines. <coughs> My second best line comes from a band called Coxbarrer. Heard of them? Oh yes, yes. Who you introduced me to when we were wandering around London the day after we got in. Wandering around during the day. Yeah, you had, you hadn't heard them before. Had never heard the most band the before. The most beautiful band in the world. Yeah, so they have a track called "Working." They certainly do. And they've a they've a second. The song is all about being on the dole and also working and raking in both streams of <laughs> revenue. And the second line is "running around like a blue ass fly," <laughs> which I find so fucking funny. No. Running around like a blue ass fly. No. I'll be working. It's so funny. It's so like a like a. It's a, they're an angelic, angelic. But also, your man, I think it has a similar kind of like vocal style to like Fergal Sharky of like the running yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all kind of stuff. Kinda, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm sure somebody's given this one before. Because keep twisting the mic away from your mouth <laughs> as you go. Well, I'm trying to give you a chorus effect. Right. Ping pong. Take, Don't take want it, bro. But uh, in the drunk tank. Yeah. No one has said that. That's the first because that is like the it was Christmas Eve, babe, babe. That is setting up the scene for something beautiful and nice. But listen, he was getting pissed, <laughs> and he's got after getting in trouble, like uh, many of my friends. Yeah. Well, so I know my. Are you gone? Are you? I go for a minute. My first, second best of all time was the second line in Village Green Preservation Society, which is. God Save Donald Duck Vaudeville and Variety which is yeah. th- the three amazing concepts squeezed into one track great wee little second best is that Sean, one line is that, is that that's the second line but it's what's like, the first line we are the Village Green Preservation Society God Save Donald Duck Vaudeville and Variety that is that he is knew his way around a few, that a is, few rhymes that is excellent there. it's fucking brilliant uh, Sean what about you what's your second best so I was looking at the prisoners and they had a song called I Am The Fisherman oh okay and it opens with, I am the fisherman. And then the second line is, I fish all I can. Oh, such a Very good. Also, have another one for you, Pete. Go on, please. Which is a replacement one, uh, which just like oh, entered yeah. my mind. Well, I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> I'll write you a letter tomorrow. First line. Tonight, I can't hold a pen. Okay. That is a good second one. Uh, which is because it's a song about killing yourself. Oh. And it's a suicide oh. note. So to say that, I feel like, is another. I'm going to have to give you a sad wish there. Chaps, uh, that was second best. Next segment is uh, one that could potentially be tough if you have one or not. We're going to kick into Vopa. Singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh, shit. Sorry, one more time. That's the easiest one. This so, one. No, I, 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 
What do you mean? A, a recording I'm of a, of a like, singer I, singing shit I don't shit like this one. Yeah. This is the best so, one. No, this Connor, is the best this one. This one's a great crack. No, this so, one pisses me off. What do you so, mean? Vopar is an instance of a singer just hacking it live. And Eddie's fucking armed and fucking ready to go. But this is... My concern is... And as an avid, avid listener to podcasts... Yeah, I just concerned. think this is like a weird setup for someone who isn't a singer... To, look, you know, this whoa, is this, this I mean, is the vocal whoa. coach dog. It's fu- sorry, Connor. I like to poke fun. Well, I will. I have one right, and and it, <laughs> it, 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 it's Sean Goucher. <laughs> when we play Heart Smash, whoa. and he doesn't go, oh oh oh. <laughs> okay, so that, that is my faux pas. So my <laughs> faux pas is you playing Static Shock Records headliner <laughs> festival not, without not a fucking any voice. Having <laughs> used the my, ultimate. Well, that, this, this, this is also, why I hated this last time because I know how hard it is to sing. Oh my god! Oh, I wouldn't worry about stuff like that. So Eddie just actually splurged all over his fucking thighs. He did there. not. He did not. He wouldn't yeah, do something I, like I, that. I, my, my my vote myself on the last gig that we played together. Uh, where I wasn't able to sing any of the songs. That wasn't the last game we played together. We played Sligo and Dublin since Static Shock because Static Shock was the first show that we was played first, together. The first really? game we played together. The yeah, first yeah. show I played yeah. with you guys was in London yeah, okay. and well, Connor was in absolute bits. I remember before the show you were like, don't worry, the crowd will know all the lyrics. But you you they told did. us that you told us that in text. You had to write that down <laughs> yeah. write that down in paper and you were like, I'm worried. And I well, who came, yeah, Connor, who, you'd be okay. who came in and scared me and scared my voice out of my body? I went gouging for them to be housekeeping. I remember you had like... We were we were we were at the merch stand and you were like writing on napkins, yeah, being yeah. like, "Guys, I, I like, can't sing." Don't worry, it'll be okay. And you're like, "Whoa, it's gone. Yeah. It won't be okay." Oh Jesus! <laughs> like, no, seriously, <laughs> I don't think it'll be okay because I'm trying to sing here and going, "Lie to me," <laughs> and it's not coming out like the way it usually does. You no. Know? That's scary. <laughs> it's on the so, so, so way back when, when I was recording on the Music City album, which is uh, sure to come out very soon. It fucking will be. Um, you whipped out that voice that you do, and you said, <laughs> I'm here working with the HSE, <laughs> making sure everyone breathes no, backwards. Sorry. Okay, I know everybody is getting over this now. <laughs> but COVID is still a thing, okay? <laughs> yeah. So if you have COVID, you have to understand there's a way of speaking that's going to prevent the spread of this virus, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is an aerosolic virus. So if you just breathe in, you can talk to your friends, you can talk to your family, you can speak dirty words in your husband's ear. <laughs> no one's gonna blame you, okay? But please, learn how to speak like this, and let's have a healthy Ireland. <laughs> Thank you, folks. A good night. Anyway, well, glad you. That was, that was very funny. I know this one. This is amazing. Has, has this been done before? So people? while we were in Mulligans, uh, Eddie was concerned that his Vopar was going to be one we'd done before. We did it on a live stream, higher for the episode over lockdown. So it actually isn't an official episode. So please bring it up. Respect. Well, I mean, it's it's almost every version because I was trying to find the specific the, the, live version. The of this. actual live one that is the Vivo official one is the is fucked the up one. one. Is, is the, the, one. the exactly. fucked up one? Yeah, yeah. Because I was looking, and like every said, one of them, they're all a bit fucked up. But the no. Viva one, the one that the band put up themselves. The fact the band put themselves. this up as their official I one is crazy. Cool. Easy. 
doesn't even sound like Kevin Rowland. Sorry. So do you want to tell us who this is? All right. Here's Dexy's Midnight Runners with Gino. Well, there you go. The rotten bit from that live show is the common Eileen bit. Have you not heard this? No. Is oh uh, maybe I'm bringing see, this cause, back because I listened to that earlier. I was like, oh, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. But it's no, like, but that that actually sounds pretty good to me. No, like it's, it's fucked up sounding. But so, it's so Charlie Hanlon introduced us to me. Uh, this is fucked. Okay, he this hits is a him note. Doing come on, Eileen. He hits a note that I didn't think was possible by like a human larynx. H. Okay. Already bad. Oh my god, it is this one. This is the one I actually meant to do. Okay, so that's tape, that's tape wobble. That's I'm, grand. It's not his fault. I'm fuming because that is actually the one I meant to That's the one I meant to do. It is. Spoke sorry, over. Sorry, 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 but no, I'm losing my mind because that this is this is the one I meant. That I spoke over okay, again. Well, there we go. So Eddie, just play it again, play it again, play it again. Here we go. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> How the fuck did he manage that? Like, Jesus Christ! I can't believe I got the song wrong. You picked Gino, which is the better track, to be fair. Far better song. And actually, oh. the number one comment on Gino on uh, on YouTube is someone saying, "Much prefer this to Come On Eileen." <laughs> Off in the way. Yeah. John, what about you? Have you got a faux pas for us? I do. <gasps> Is this new order live on top of the pops? Yeah. Oh, amazing. How does it feel when you treat me <laughs> like you do? <laughs> I actually think it's as it goes good. on, it gets worse. I think it's all right. You weren't there at the time, man. You weren't there, man. Yeah, I wasn't there, bro. All right. Well, okay. So, well. <laughs> That was Vopa. Singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh shit! Sorry, one more time. That's my favorite bit. That's my favorite. No, Vopa's great. Oh, my, mine was wrong, but like it just turned also, out that G- any any Dexy song, he's probably <laughs> singing. Gino sounds like shy as well. To be fair, yeah, no, it always does sound like shy in his life. Um, Whoa! Next, next segment for ourselves is Have I Got Tunes for You? This is where we just rec- recommend some music. Why are you saying just? Okay, so you're very welcome to Have I Got Tunes For You. We decided to just recommend a, an album or a track or an EP or a single or whatever the fuck you want that we think you might enjoy to listen to. Who wants to start? Who's feeling fresh? He's not looking fresh, but he's feeling fresh. Sean, <laughs> off you go. Uh, I'd recommend the Javons, who have a really great LP on... I'm not sure who's released it, but it's really great. Uh, rock and roll and soul music. There you go. A classically good pair. Yeah, yeah. Famously good selection. They match up well, yeah. Con, what about you? I will recommend. If this the is the replacements, I'm going to absolutely hang my Con's got a long list. I, I, here, have a, so. I have a guess. I have a guess, but I'm not going to say what it is. I'm going to recommend The Prize mm, from this? Melbourne, uh, a new power pop band. Uh, they have an EP. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, the song I really like is called Easy Way Out. I'm also going to recommend uh, Civic, also from Australia, Melbourne, yeah. Australia. 
Uh, they are also very good. And then the the new Lemon Twigs album is coming out. What about your album? What's your Have I Got Tunes for You? Um, Demonstration Tapes by Dolly Mixture because I've been listening to it all week and I just think it's a very good album. Dolly Mixture is um, a great fucking name. It's a, a great, but I, I never really listened to them that much until recently. So my favourite things growing up were Dolly Mixtures. Oh, really? I never I liked them. I know, hot they're, too, like they're too the, chalky. The, the, the yellow, okay, so you got like the, the brown and white at the bottom, the pink and white at the bottom, the yellow these, and white at the bottom, lovely. To, yes. And then you have the whole yellow roundy oh, bit. Oh, oh no. fucking gorgeous. As I think, honestly, the reason I didn't listen to them was because I thought the sweets were so shit. Like, no, Dolly Mixtures are great. Dolly Which ones like, did you use like? Oh, yeah, what I, used, I used to like, I was, like the, I blue, the blue and pink little body things, like the aniseed little... No, and I see these stuff I was weird with, but uh, I was into apple drops and cola cubes. No, see, no again. apple drops, cola Wait, cubes. What what is a dolly mixture? Yeah, also, exactly. I'm picturing I'm picturing um, bassets all sorts, just like, kind of. just like no, penny sweets, all penny sweets. No, 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 we're no, not no, no, no. Dolly mixture is very pretty because that was all like look like licorice kind of shite. Yeah, well. yeah, they're not they're not. This is dolly mixtures. Oh, I know, I know the fucking ones. Yeah. Is it? That's dolly mixtures. So I didn't like the gummies. Dolly mix the gummies and dolly mixtures were never my favorite. Hate this shit. No, only only like the jellies. That's it. No, the jellies. Okay. Were, no, the jellies were yeah. the worst. Let it be a put no, on record that I actually jellies. that I actually don't mind that shit. I, no, <laughs> I love. Dolly I hate mixtures. whatever that. What is that stuff it's called? It's the whites of fondant. What is that stuff the, called? The white fondant. fondant, I would say. Fuck that shit. Fuck fondant. Fuck that shit. Anti anti fondant. That movement. and post punk can go rotten hell. <laughs> I just so in in the source as well in the source bulk foods we sell a tea but called. Do you see, you don't sell you don't sell fondant? Oh no, obviously fucking stuff. not. No, no. But yeah, also we sell it we sell a tea called honeyberry rooibos tea, right? Wow, fuck that, that smells like penny sweets sold from a petrol station. Oh, I'd say it's but it's made of like jasmine leaves yeah, and Indian yeah, yeah, spice yeah, yeah. chai. But it I it am, smells like fucking refreshers fucking, in a plastic bag that you I buy am, for fifty cent. I'm all about that shit. Like I love. Bring your fucking bag. It smells like fucking petrol station sweets. When. I'm in work tomorrow, mate. We'll retweet. <laughs> so you're bringing it to me tomorrow. I'll bring you. I'll I'll snake a bag of tea, honeyberry, rooibos. Send you my address. Yeah. You heard it, lad. Tomorrow evening, I'm gonna buy you. Heard that retweet. Yeah. Yeah, but anyhow. So, well, there's the albums. We're here in Lombard Street in the downstairs studio. There's a whole fully live electric kit setup guitars drums everything do we do a little number ones track just for the fucking shits and giggles i would love to it's a, it's actually, amazing actually, that it's all should. set up but i for me it's got to be a no ah here oh. surely we'll do a track it'd be so good we'll do something simple like um fucking <laughs> one of one of your songs <laughs> i want to do it it'd be fun we'll play something we'll play like a, a cheeky cover why not Absolutely out of my fucking mind. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, me and you're at me, me no, I'll, I'll still do it. So, also, Eddie has COVID. I'm here with the novel coronavirus, yes. and I'm fucking ready to rock. <laughs> yes, let's do it. With a voice so soft, it'll put you to sleep, and a face that makes you want to beat your knees. It's Ross Farley's acoustic. Quick, I need a wee.
Okay, so that was uh, Acoustic Corner with the number ones as we played 16. Chaps, how do you feel that went? Uh, probably not great, but you know. So Sean pulled out six more strings than I thought he actually had with the old 12 string. Can't grab your mic as well. Things working? It's still working? Still, we're still live. <coughs> Don't even worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna grab my mic. Okay, so chaps, so that that was 16 by the number ones. Uh, great wee band, worth checking out. Um, and that now concludes episode 41 of Higher Fidelity. And so, uh, like we always do on all these episodes, uh, we like to sign off. I've been Pete. I've been Eddie. <laughs> no, I've been Connor. I've been Sean. And we're reminding you to be rooting. Be tooting. Be scooting. And always be shooting. But most importantly, be, be That was actually, that that actually, was actually genuinely <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Why was that actually After that? two hours of fucking un- no. uneditable gibberish, you got the most beautiful harmony you've ever got. <laughs> <laughs>